Welcome to Exit Slip, a podcast where we share real stories, concepts and ideas from real classrooms with real teachers so that you will have real learning. Kidding. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Exit Slip. Uh, that's also known as Exit Slip to those uh, teachers around the place. Um, what is this? Is that our fifth episode? Four. No. Four? One, two, three. We started here, then we went out to... Yeah, fourth. Yeah, I'm fourth. getting ahead of myself. Yeah, yeah okay. And uh, what more fitting day to have it on than uh, World Teachers Day? So, Yay. off the bat, everyone, um, all the teachers who who are listening now, and all the teachers who are listening in the in the future, uh, happy Teachers Day! You are in the best job in the world, um, and certainly, I know students, parents, communities, um, even though they don't always tell us, uh, they really appreciate it. And it's maybe one of the benefits of COVID this year for some parents to yeah, recognise uh, yeah, the difficulties and yep. complexities uh, that teachers face. So yeah, we got some good publicity during that time, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there was a bit of a, yeah. a momentum shift um, in that. So anyway, let's jump into uh, episode four. We've got some cool stuff this right. afternoon. Uh, Troy, what's your introduction game this afternoon? All right, this one's a little bit different to what we've done in the past. So in the past, we've looked at how you could introduce your students to each other or in, in a class. But I love to use this one uh, when I've been a year coordinator or a head of house, for example to introduce one of my students to the audience. So the kids in that house or in that cohort get to know that student a little bit better. So today, the world's gonna to get to know Liam just, oh, a, just a little bit better, okay? Do I get so to know myself gonna, better? Now, now clearly, I'd ask some slightly different questions with kids than I will with, with Liam, but oh, God. everyone will get, you'll get, you'll get the picture. So Can it, I throw to the next one? No, there's no pass. You just need to um, enlighten us a little bit with some responses here. As quick as I can. You ready to go? Yeah, 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 yeah. so okay. really simple. Liam, yep. coffee or tea? Coffee. Cats or dogs? Ugh, neither. Boxes or briefs? Neither. Uh, <laughs> briefs. Okay, favourite movie? Uh, Jerry Maguire. Movie that made you cry? Oh, uh, the Last Samurai, two Tom Cruises there. Your favourite favorite toy as a kid? Uh, Voltron. Oh, okay. Oh, All right. Your favourite yeah. toy as an adult? Um, favourite toy as an adult? Pass, don't worry about that one. First celebrity crush? Uh, Jennifer Garner. Oh, okay. Oh, your first car? Sweet. Uh, a Toyota Celica. Excellent. Favourite daughter? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Lucky you didn't answer straight away. They both know. They both know. <laughs> your worst habit? Oh, um, tidiness. General tidiness. Okay. And your dream job? What I'm doing now? I knew you'd yeah. say that. What a great yeah, segue. Yeah. Okay. I've had a that race caller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or NFL quarterback. Yeah, NFL quarterback. Yeah, NFL quarterback. yeah that's right. So I've done that with the uh, with the kids at school before, uh, yeah. and you so get some great like responses, it. especially. But I, I'll ask things like, you know, do you still kiss your mum goodnight? Do you still have a stuffed teddy on your bed? You know, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And yeah, you get some blushes and some embarrassment and that kind of stuff, you know, but the, the kids love it and it, it creates a lot of talk between them all. It's yeah. a good way for them to open up and be exposed to their cohort. So anyway, yes. that's the that's intro today. I like it. That's yeah. fun. I like yeah. it. And then it doesn't, you know, like I, I, what I like if you're a high school teacher as well, one set of questions and you've, you've got, mm. you know, a lot done for the for the five classes or whatever. Yeah. It's not yeah. a, it works yeah. for grade, whatever grade, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 You get some interesting answers oh, for them yeah. in <laughs> primary when you're like. You would. <laughs> Oh, goodness. All right, let's move into our first uh, topic this afternoon, which um, I'm going to call goal setting in, in education. So, um, obviously, you know, you, you can Google a million things about goal setting, and I'm sure some of us will bring some of those things up this afternoon. But I guess I wanted to talk about and let others know how we can help people in education, um, no matter where they are in their career, whether it's their first day or their millionth day, mm. and, and the benefits, I guess, to... 
um, goal setting. Yep. So, mm. who wants to kick us off in this one, guys? Um, happy to start. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, at a school that I've worked at, and I've, I've used this with teachers and with students, but originally this was with students, but I now apply it to a lot to what we do. And it, it's part of the, the, the growth structure, the growth acronym, and within there you've got um, reality. Yep. The goal's the reality part. And I find the reality part is where you can spend a lot of time because people want to set a goal and they want to go into their options of what they can do. But if you spend some time in that reality section of what's, what are you actually doing and what's mm. working and how do you know? Like, because that's when you have to, that's what you have to relate the goal to. Yeah. So from a student's perspective, when we used to work with the students, what's your goal? They'd refer to a grade, an A, a B, whatever yeah. it might be. What's the reality? You know, perhaps the goal, even if it was performance um, orientated more or process orientated, sorry, might have been around, I need to study harder or I need to, you know, take more notes in class. So what's the reality? You know, what are you currently doing? You know, if it's I need to study harder, oh, I just don't do it. No, but what's the reality? And you, you really break down to, well, I get distracted by this or I do this or, you know, and that informs what your goal actually is yeah. and, and leads to better actions. So yes. I, I, I like to focus on that area. Uh, it creates a lot more meaningful options, I reckon. Yeah. Yep. It's almost like Troy read the uh, white cell moth around confronting yeah. reality in the classroom. Yeah. 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 I get impact. Sounds familiar, Troy. It's not a job interview today, mate. <laughs> Did I get it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you're going well. But yeah, that's, that's really important. Lauren, what's it look like um, when you're coaching? Okay, well, I wanted to talk a little bit similar to you, Troy, about a framework. And I think setting goals, it, it doesn't come natural for everyone. So for me, having some sort of framework to step through to make those goals made it a little bit easier. And EQ in particular um, plugs one called SMART Goals, and it's used in many, many companies. And basically, it's, each letter stands for something. So S in SMART stands for specific, and I think that's what you were talking about. If you say something like, I want um, better general behavior in my classroom, that's such a broad thing. Like, yeah. what exactly do you want to see? Do yeah. you want to see them calling out less that yeah. specific or do you want to yeah. see them entering the classroom without punching someone like yeah. that specific <laughs> so, and, or, or quickly, or quickly. <laughs> yeah. um, so the more specific you, you are that that's how you're going to be able to see if you're achieving success so yes. um, start with your um, specificness then make it measurable so what how am i going to know if i'm successful at this so Hey, um, you need to sort of have some guidelines. Normally, people say um, having some a number guide, so if it's grades or, or something, but it can yeah. be something as simple as if it's attendance in your class, mm-hmm. I, I might want to achieve a thirty percent rise in what it currently is. So comparing mm-hmm. to reality again, yeah. um, the A stands for um, accomplishment or makes it, making it achievable. So if you're talking about grades, if it was a student goal setting and you're currently at a D. Is it achievable yep. within the period of time that I'm going to set for this to reach an A? Yep. And you've, that's the time where other people getting involved in your goals is is really good because they can actually sit down and go, look, that goal is great, but that's really not achievable within yeah. you know a year or yeah. two weeks or however yeah. long you're going to allow. So, and that follows onto the R. Is it realistic for yourself? So while it's great to have your stretch goals, maybe your stretch goal isn't something that you want to work on in the short time. So you have your short term, long term goals, but just make sure that it's realistic for yourself and within the means and. Um, the, the stuff you have available to help you yeah, achieve that goal. Yeah. Um, and the last one is the T, is the making it timely. So ha- when do you want to yeah. achieve this goal? If you don't set any timelines around it, things can just drag on or it can sort of yeah. fizzle out and the heat mm. behind it kind of fizzles yeah. away. So yeah. And it, it is a really great framework and I think at times we just do part of it and so yeah. then mm. sometimes it falls away. Like I'll get specific about it but I haven't got my measurable part of it, That's you know nice. what I mean? And I think a lot of the time uh, in schools we can think that 
we need to have all this data. So, you know, we're A to E data. We we talk about at our workshops, Mm. things like if if I'm trying to really work on engagement and we'd say, well, actually that's not specific enough, but let's just use that as an example. If we work on engagement, how many drinks breaks are the kids asking to go for? Mm. Uh, How many times they can I go to the toilet? Like that's that's data that's sitting there that you can take note of and Mm. do it. Uh, entry procedures, time them. Mm, <laughs> you know, yeah. like how long does it take to get in and get started in the lesson? Yeah. again. Not yeah, through yeah. the door. How many yeah. times do you have to do it again? How much effort am I putting in? Yep, do they rock right. up and do they have I am I saying less? Yeah, so yeah. and I think, you know, that's where it's really important what you touched on there around having someone to discuss it with. Goal setting's so hard on your own. It is you know, really hard. and okay. um, you think about the athletes, you know, professional athletes, they all have coaches. Yeah. Um, and that's what the, the role of the coach does. In that R, I'm interested, you know, like you, you can substitute it out. I like to put relevant instead of realistic in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel as though like achievable, attainable, realistic are very similar. Mm. What I like about relevant is why do you want to do it? Yeah. Mm. Because that's where it's going to get into uh, your longevity for doing it. That's so right. So why is it relevant to me? Yeah. I want to get my, you know, let's pick the ones that we have. So I want to get my kids into the classroom. Why? What's that about? That's an easy yeah. one, right? So okay, you feel so like you I can, have to. yeah, because <laughs> because at my school we have to line them up and yeah. we have to do this and then allowed to talk. Well, yeah. no, no, <laughs> you want to start your lesson right. That's why. Yeah, that's that's right. why it's relevant for your lesson. Yeah, exactly. And so I think yeah. shaping your thoughts um, around that, and that's why I really like relevant over mm. realistic, because I think realistic does come in into the the attainable mm. part or achievable yep. part or whatever else. But, and those, sorry, yeah. I was just going to say those questions you're asking yourself, the whys. There's that theory about the five whys and trying to get down to the most basic form of something. So for any one of those, like the SMART, ask yourself five whys for every single section yes. so that you can actually get to that basic bare bones reason of why you want to do something yeah. so yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i guess sorry Stacey, i was gonna say you know that finishes with the timely the, the, the growth one finishes with your tactics and habits yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so it's then you know what are you going to do around that to help it happen yeah that's what i was probably style oh, no, that's no come that's up with something there's, there's, nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing else to add except when teachers do get overwhelmed or yeah. um when teachers are feeling you know, a bit uh, snowed under, and mm. I've got. They've just got to have that specific goal in mind and ask yeah. themselves the question: What step can I take today mm. that will help me achieve the goal? And yeah. it's exactly what you said. Mm. You're yeah. right. The what yeah. next? Yeah. yeah. What, exactly. What can I what do next? Yeah. today? Yeah. Now. Yes. Yeah. And that was what Beautiful. I was going to kind of discuss around the different framework around. Well, not a framework, but you know, as athletes, we can have outcome, performance, and process goals. It's the yeah. same in teaching. Yeah. Yes. Um, you know, as an athlete, um, I might want to run the hundred meters in whatever time it is. Mm. Um, actually, that's a bad example. I might say in, in, in football, I want to win the game, and that's yeah. my goal. Well, yep. that is so an outcome goal. Yeah, that's that. right. There's yeah. so many elements, and I, and I think yeah. that's, a, that's a more realistic one to education than running 100 yep. metres because you, you can't even control it. But what am I going to do? So what's mm. my processes, yeah. and what's my performance? Mm. So um, I can't control how Johnny's going to turn up to my room. I can yes. control how I am. Yes. And I'm gonna ha- I can control the process that I'm gonna follow when that happens. Yes. Um, and so my, my, my goal of having Johnny be perfect tomorrow is an outcome. And I might mm. not be able to have that happen yeah. in yes. that time frame. And that's not yeah, what you should be judging yourself on. Exactly, yes. that's yeah. right. Can I walk what away from done? that saying, yeah. hey, did I do something differently today with Johnny? Yeah. Yes. Uh, mm, yeah, it didn't work, so maybe I'll try something different right. again. Because you're working yeah. with you know people, it's not that's, like you're working yep. with something like yeah. robotic that's going to be the same every time you use it. So. Yeah, so many yeah. variables. That's yeah. why I say there's no magic wand that's going to make it work. This is one step mm. of, a, of a process. Yeah. 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 And what I want to close out on, on this thing is that, um, you know, we're in schools, we know that um, from every single level, uh, people have... Um, 
let's just call it what it is, they're saying these are the targets that you need to get to or whatever else it is, you know, um, from, from every, every single level. And I think at times it's easy to get caught up in saying, I don't believe in that and mm. what are we doing? And, and even if I'm a great teacher, I get annoyed at what's that? You can always set yourself a goal. Yeah. Like that's one of the things that you can do as a teacher is say, do you know what? I'm going to work on this personally. Yeah. And, and then sometimes maybe you're not kind of getting to some of the targets that you meant to, but at least you can get some success in yourself. Yes. Yeah, right. um, and, and say, you know what? I started here. I said I was going to do this and I did. That's right. yeah. and, and the empowerment that you get from that. Um, it's culminating. It, that's right. Yeah. Um, and and it's, it's also like the ripple effect. If I'm in my staff room talking to you about the goal that I'm yeah, working on, Stacey walks away, I don't have a goal. Yeah. Maybe I should have a goal. I've heard mm-hmm. how much Liam was talking about mm-hmm. and what he's yeah. doing. And yeah, I so want to know more about yeah. that. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So it's just such an important thing um, in, in our practice. And it's not easy. Like if, if you haven't gone through the process before, it's not something that you can just go away and do effectively. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. I read a thing last year, a couple of years ago, and I went through this with some of the kids at one of the schools I've worked at, and it was around attaching your your goal or your action to something that you currently do, because you already do that anyway, so it's not something new that you have to do. So it's like, you know, I want to start doing more push-ups. And you know, it's so easy to opt out of wanting to do (laughs) push-ups. So each time I take the dog for a walk, I'm going to finish with 15 push-ups. It's achievable, it's easy, I do that anyway. So you can attach it and it's not, and you you make it so that it's it's not too onerous, you know, and It, it's really interesting if you I tried it with a few things and it becomes habit yes. very quickly as well yeah. so yeah yeah really good great good conversation that's yeah. awesome what are, we, what are we up to oh right. it's me oh. it's game time okay it's so game time it's, it's game time uh, now look I can't remember who won last time I know we had a guest on and I, I don't know what happened. This game is stacked in your so, face. So, so today, today's game isn't actually us versus them. All right. I mean, oh. we could definitely make it that way. Good. Would you like to make it no, that way? No, okay. So <laughs> we kind of will anyway. So <laughs> the game is called "I Have Who Has," um, and I'm going to show you a couple of versions. The first one is with maths. Um, so on on here we have some cards okay so we'll just hand these out they're in in groups of four um and this one here they've just got they've just got simple times tables on them okay so you in a classroom you probably don't want kids to have more than two so imagine that this would be in a whole class and maybe maybe um, laminated for prep yeah well that's right laminated (laughs) so Put them out on the table because you're going to yeah. have to look at all these numbers, I right? I want you to know what I've got, though. It doesn't matter. It. We're working as a team <laughs> this oh, afternoon. Okay. Come on, Stacey. Get on. We're working, we're working as a team, okay? Oh um, and so on these cards, at the top, it says a number, which is an I have, and underneath is a question, which will be a times table. Right. And the concept of this is, um, how come I've got less? I'll take one from you. Great. How's that? Because then we've got there. Can you take that big one? Um, <laughs> how many have we got? I've, I've got, got eight. Oh, I've got nine. Yeah, not, nine. There you go. You're back to nine. <laughs> I'm not, not going to be good start. if I can't count great these out. Start. Yeah, that's right. And the, the the aim is that as a class, yep. they try and get quicker. So yeah, okay. you do it as the as the first go, and then awesome. each time they come in, and you can leave your time on the board. You can do this with kids um, so in any grade. Obviously, yeah. the, the type of question on there is going to be a little bit different. Yeah, but you know, right. outside of numeracy skills, it's really good for teaching kids uh, communication skills, yeah. collaboration skills, yeah. how to speak appropriately. You know, as opposed to the like. Yep. And to listen, right? Because we got you can't just you got to be listening over this. So, all right, it can start anywhere. So, 
Pick one card. Let's just let Lauren, because I know she's so excited about it. Pick Read one. It yeah. Okay, but don't throw it away yet because okay. you you might have to get that one back again. Does that make sense? So yes. if I have that, okay. you understand? Okay. Yeah. yeah. But once we've once you've answered one, so once you've said I have, put it up the top so we know how that we've finished and there's okay. none left. So you can All just right. stack them. All okay. right. Ready? See how we go. Yeah. Good luck. I have 100. Who has 10 times 5? I have 50. Who has 8 times 7? That was too fast. Uh... Not me. Who has eight times seven? Seven sevens are forty. I have fifty-six. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can see it there in the bottom corner. I have fifty-six. Who has seven by four? Oh God! I don't... <laughs> this is going great, guns. Maybe yeah. I've got it. I've got <laughs> seven times four. Seven times you four. Said seven sevens, no, 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 seven oh. times four. Oh, where is it? Who's got twenty-eight? Uh, Who's got twenty-eight? Me. Oh, oh. I heard it wrong. No, so I, I you meant to say who's got oh. eight by zero. Oh, I, I have twenty-eight. Who has eight times zero? I have zero. Who has four times eight? I have thirty-two. Who has three times four? I have twelve. Who has nine by nine? I have eighty-one. Yes. Oh, who has five times three? Not me. Uh, I have fifteen. Who has four times two? I have eight. Who has six oh times God. three? I have 18. Who has oh. 2 by 7? Oh. 14. I have 14. Who has 1 times 5? I have 5. Who has 7 times 5? 35, 35. I have 35. <laughs> Who has 4 times 4? Six. I have 16. Who has 10 by 3? I have 30. Who has 3 times 8? I have 24. Who has 5 by 5? I have 25. Who has 6 by 6? I have 36. <laughs> Who has 9 by 3? What was it? You've got it. <laughs> um, I have 21, who has 9 by 5? I have 45, who has 8 by 5? I have 40, who has 4 by 5? Oh, I have 20, yes. who has 7 yeah. times 6? I have 42, who has 8 by 8? And I have no more cards left, does that mean I have, I have 64, who has 8 by 6? <laughs> 8 by 6 is 48, Yeah. who has 7 by 1? I have 7, who has 9 times 7? I have 63. Who has 9 by 6? 54. I have 8. Uh, hang on. I've got 54. Who's got 8 by 9? Uh, I have 72. Who has 3 by 2? Oh, I have 6. Who yep. has 10 by 10? Oh, that was me at the start. I have 100. I have 100. So we're back to the who starting. has 10 by 5? I have 50. Who has 8 by 7? And that's where we started. So Was it? I didn't yeah. get the 49 out. 7 no, by 7. 7 by 27. 7. Maybe we stuffed yeah. up. Okay. I think we did. I think one of mine was So right. that was a very long time. <laughs> Um, but, and we are really great Yeah, at terrible. <laughs> but if you have kids that in class fun. who only that have one or two cards, they're only listening for one. Yes. So they've got time That's to great. say, okay, what's my number? Now, yeah. you could do, that do you know what I love about that? Like, is you cannot check out. I yes, mean, that's right. Like you've got to still be paying attention. Like I threw out that card, but I needed it still yep. at the yes. end. So you can, there's no yeah. checking out. Now, you just because do. you complained. You could do oh. all the turns, all right. geography turns. Here's the second go. Oh, what is it? All right, so this is the exact same game. But we're oh, doing it with figurative language. Oh, no, okay. I'm terrible at this. <laughs> That's not my jam either. I've got you, I've got you so, all. All right, okay. so. <laughs> I don't okay. even know these. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we go. I'm going to start off. Okay. Oh There's going to be a lot of silence in this one, guys, at home. Oh, God, I don't know anything about that. Okay. Who has B? All right, I have symbolism. 
Who has a type of figurative speech in which repetition of letters or sounds is used within one sentence? I have alliteration. Yes. Who has a form of figurative language in which words, sorry, in which words which are used describe a sound actually resemble the sound they're referring to? I also oh, have that. Right. Okay. So who has a form of figurative language which create a play on words? I have puns. Who has, when a statement made is directly contradictory to the reality, it's also used to convey a style of sarcasm. Yep, that's your oxymoron. Mm. Maybe, yes. You think yeah. so? I have oxymoron. <laughs> Who has a figure of speech which exaggerates the meaning of a sentence? Mm. Is that that? Exaggerates the meaning. No. Oh, I reckon irony. you, I went in this before. I've got irony. hyperbole. Irony was a sarcasm. Okay. Oh, that's, mm. that's not... Oh yeah, yeah. Irony was okay, I have irony. I think <laughs> irony was the one the before. One, yeah, 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 okay. Does that mean they're okay. all stuffed up now? No. No. Okay, no. Well, kind of, but yeah. Yeah, you can do it. <laughs> Who has a type of figurative language which is used to compare one thing against another? Often you. Yes. I have simile. Yes. <laughs> Who has a phrase describing something as not it is in reality? Not as it is in yes. reality. So that might be metaphor, or not it could be. No, it wouldn't be metaphor. These are really hard. What to have read. you got? Tom? I've got oxymoron and hyperbole. No. Hyperbole is exaggeration. Mm. Or hyperbole. My one says, I've got a phrase <laughs> used to give an inanimate object or item a sense of being alive. That's personification. personification. Yes. Um, and then on personification, a form of figure of language which is, all, which is used to express an abstract idea using an item or that's word. Me- that's that's metaphor. metaphor. Um, anyway, guys, you get the idea. Good. We can't go through yeah. it. So that is really good. Um, and and to, to, to put that together, all I did was uh, Google figurative language, yeah. turn to definitions, yeah. and then mm. basically cut it up and, and put the one in front. So have an I have, who has, for, um, and go for that. I'm there. thinking of all the guys right now who are doing, um, no, looking at cells and the organisation. Yeah, that's right. You know, yeah, like yeah, all of that brilliant. stuff. I've seen this work really well with the teachers that are doing. Uh, Ratios, fractions, and percentages. Yeah, they go on scavenger hunts too. Don't Excellent they? stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the yeah. game's called I Have Who Has. Yeah, I Have Who Love Has. It. Yeah. Yeah. And you can use it a million times. Like you can get them to pair that up and then yeah. they got the definitions. Yeah. I love Great. it. So I've fun. also seen a teacher who's adapted it to I Have um, I have a Fact who, who Has an Opinion. So mm-hmm. it oh, helps them yeah. to decide the difference between facts and opinions. Yeah, yeah. right. I was just seeing yeah. person effect that's too. Good. Yeah. Awesome. Excellent. There we go. Nice. That's, yeah. that's the that strategy of game today. I have who has. <laughs> I have who has. <laughs> All right. That's a yeah. great we victory, Liam. Well done. Yes. <laughs> the boys are winning again. No, the boys did not win. No. Mm. <laughs> no. Okay. Guess what? Guess what time it is? No brainer. Woo! Right. Right. To our, our wizard, our popular Stacey Cruiser. Let's talk about confirmation bias. I think oh. it's really important. So I'll yeah. tell you what it is first and then I'll tell you why, why it's important. So. It's basically our tendency to only so to only seek out and see information that already um, corresponds with the belief we hold. Yep. So crucially, we also ignore stuff when we come across it that goes against our beliefs. Uh-huh. So uh, it's problematic, but um, the reason why it happens is because our brains are... Um, are wired to survive and make decisions really quickly. And in order to do that, you have to make, um, you know, think about when a kid's drowning in the pool, you don't go, oh, the water temperature, and I'm not sure. You just make a decision and go. Yeah. So confirmation bias occurs because we've got all this information happening, and if we stop to evaluate everything, mm. then um, we'd be overwhelmed, etc. So it's like a shortcut, a cognitive shortcut. Yeah. But we have to be aware of it. Um, in our lives and in the classroom because it really affects the way we mm. operate as teachers mm. um, and the way we deal with students. So 
Um, I was walking through a school today and I thought, what if I had a, like a negative bias about the world? Like I thought it was like a bad place. I'd be walking through this playground and I'd notice the rubbish on the ground or yep. I'd notice screaming mm. kids or whatever. Yep. But if I had um, a, a different bias, like I believe the world's a benevolent place, it's mm. a beautiful place, I'd feel the wind on my skin, I'd notice <laughs> that the kids are maybe shouting but they're delight, like yeah, yeah. Yeah. playing tag. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure, sure they're learning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're learning. Um, so, and as teachers, um, uh, that's what I want to ask you guys, like, mm. what yep. do you think, um, why do we think teachers should be aware of their own oh, yeah. bias? Oh, Have I, you I seen it play out? Straight away, yeah. yep. I was just thinking, like, for your for your lower kids, you yes. would automatically, like, after you get to know them, you think, okay, these kids are lower, they need a lot of support, and yes. it would be that constant jumping in to save them. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm because you just assume and you're looking for the, the trouble spots in their learning instead of looking for straight away, oh, maybe they don't need my help or maybe they do know something that I don't think yep. they do. So it's that saving. Yes. And same with your top kids too. Sometimes we can think, oh, these kids are good and they right. won't need my yep. help. Yeah. And you're looking for those signs that they're okay, but maybe they're not kids who openly say I need help. They just so, say yes, Miss yeah. Wright. Or, yeah. 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 I'll tell you what, next time you get your kids to hand their assignments in, get them to attach the task sheet to the back of it and mark without knowing whose it is. Mm, yes. <laughs> because we apply oh, confirmation bias and you go, oh, here's Gabby's. And everyone yeah. knows Gabby's always a smart kid in class, right? Say. Oh, here's yeah, Gabby's yeah. This will be an A. <laughs> yeah. You know, and you're like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. And are you actually engaging in the class? Or it's oh, like you've gone, D, 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 where's Gabby's? I need to get an A here. You know, like, yeah, 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 or you can, there can be errors and you go, oh yeah, but there are only a couple because she's an A student. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? She doesn't normally make that. It's too, yeah. too easy to catch yourself. So I like the de-identified yeah. um, marking. And that's great. So I, yeah, or the yeah, kid that's yeah. a smart aleck in class all the time and you're yeah. trying to find a mistake because yeah, he's yeah. really you're catching you out. And you're like, yeah. yep, you spelled that wrong. I never would have got that part that's right. Selecting, <laughs> that's selecting information, yeah. isn't it? That, yeah. that you, you yeah. Confirms your belief. My big one that I see happen in schools all the time is when we label groups of classes so mm. um and it, it's happened since the you know the birth of year seven coming to high school where we kept them all together <laughs> yes. um and yeah. and then they stay Still. in the same subject uh same group for all their subjects right yeah. and so then they get labels oh you got the k's you know yeah. that yeah. that's seven yeah. k they're horrible <laughs> you know yeah. and don't get me wrong all right there are there are definitely yeah, cohorts. i'm not actually mm-hmm. a, i'm not a fan of keeping them all together i'm saying yeah. get in high school and mix up but so, what I'm saying is, it goes to what you're saying. So then I'm a new teacher, I've got the K's, and I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, ready. Yeah, I'm ready. yeah, let's yeah. go, you yeah. know? And um, and then it also leads to some other things where you can get, like, there's a kid in your class, and then you'll want confirmation bias. So, oh, is he naughty for you, Stace? Yeah. He yeah. Is he naughty for you? Yeah. And then when you say, yeah, you're, oh, yeah, sweet, I don't, I don't, me, I don't have to do it. Not it's not me. It's not my fault. The other yeah. teachers say they have trouble too. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, you know, he's got this and that. So, yeah. yeah. And In that way, it's like a coping mechanism, isn't it? Of course it is. That's what Stace like said. Yeah. 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 And and it's easy to do and it's easy to dismiss. But what I loved about what you said, Stacey, is the first part. Imagine you flip it. Like, yes, I got the K's. Yeah. What a challenge. Yeah. These yeah. kids are missing out on learning because yeah. they disrupted each yeah. other and I'm going to change that. I'm yeah. going to go with an have crack, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and geez, that ties in with goal setting because <laughs> I better have some goals. <laughs> I better work on my processes and, and what that looks like, yeah. uh, getting them back to it. That, back to it. Mm. That's where you, you consider, you know, stuff that we've, we've done in the past with Carrington and ladders and mental yeah, models Daniel and all that kind of yeah, stuff. You know, right. you, you skip to there, you, you you don't go through all the information. You make your assumption, you yeah. climb your ladder, you make yeah. your decision. Yeah. yeah. You know, you've, you've put in place what you think 
what you want to see, you know, yeah. what, what you think's happening, you make a call. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think we've all had the lessons where we've had to climb back down and reevaluate. Re That's important, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. That'd be the cricket analogy there, Troy, where you think he's going to bowl a half tracker and you're back in your crease and well, ready to, and he bowls, bowls a yorker in uh, Bulger. Yeah. Is that right? No, is that oh, happening no, no, happen to you? <laughs> <laughs> can't hold a bat, mate. So, oh, yeah, Stace, what an awesome right. topic. That is a great yes, topic. Great topic. Before we move on, how do you stop it? How do you yes, stop doing that? Yeah, great. Yeah, so the one practical thing I would advise my our teachers to do, or anyone listening, is just to be aware of it. That's mm. it. Just be aware that this is an actual scientifically backed thing that happens to your brain because of certain reasons. You're not wrong, you're not bad, but it happens. So have a look at the reality. Yeah. Um, have a look at your assumptions and see how they might be positioning you mm. to, tr to treat kids or the way that you're operating in the classroom and just yeah. challenge yourself. Talk to a coach or a mentor and see you know, if there's something you want to change because mm. you found that you've got some confirmation bias. Yeah. But just be aware. That's the only thing you need to do is be Awareness. aware. Awareness. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Great. Love that, that reminds me of watching the footy or something. You know, watch that team and you go, what a bunch of grubs. They always do that. They always, they always, they always, <laughs> you meet someone, they hate your team because they do the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> and you go, no, they don't. Yeah. <laughs> they don't. Yeah. What have you yeah. been watching? I mean, the yeah. goat Cameron Smith, it's either one way or the oh, other with no, him. No, you know, yeah. people love him or hate him. Awesome. It's like my confirmation bias is that he's a lovely, lovely bloke. Of course, so he, of course he is. Yeah. Plays for the right team and they won. Uh, <laughs> what do we got? Uh, Troy's right. Mad Minute. All right. No, All right. Let's go. No, this Are you timing him or what? This is he doesn't like to talk this way. This is quick. So a really significant paper has just been completed and published from the, it's called the Educational Opportunity Australia paper. It's awesome. It, it followed 300,000 young Australians from when they entered school through primary school through high school into early adulthood and tracked them. And the, the key findings from it though and the, the major talking points that have come out so far is the link between uh, like your, your socioeconomic status and, and achievement. Mm -hmm. And they're saying disadvantaged kids, for example, from that study are two times less likely to be in work or studying by the time they're 24. Like, mm. like double the case, wow. you know, and, and there's all, all that information came out. And I thought, you know, it's pretty fascinating. More and more will be published. But what that led me then to, to reading through a few links was I came across this article on tutoring. And you think, how are these two things linked? Well, all of a sudden I read tutoring is now a $1.3 billion industry in Australia. This doesn't include the people who are getting the grade 10 kid next door to help the grade 4 kid with his maths and that kind mm. of stuff. You know, all the under, under the table stuff. Yeah. So it's a huge thing. They're saying up to one in four families in a lot of areas now are using a tutor for their kids from as young as three years old to get them up to speed or ahead of the oh, game or whatever. Mm. You think about the inequities that we've... Uh, talked about this year and they were publicized a lot during COVID with access yes. to yeah. resources etc and then yeah. you look at these papers yeah. then you look at the tutoring and say so who's paying for tutors you know it's not the people that yeah. are disadvantaged so is the gap just going to get wider and wider and or wider, if it is those know? people they're missing out on other stuff giving up yeah. some of that money to make sure the Ab kid isn't it absolutely. You know? so they're missing so, out one way or another so this isn't uh, something that we can solve right here but you know what's happening in our education system that for some reason these people you know, there's a need, such a need for tutors. Yeah, yes. it, it is enormous. Uh, maybe it's just to get kids across the line, but we know a lot of it is about absolutely excelling and yeah. going, going over yeah. the top. Um, but you know what? And what's going to happen at the other end of the scale? You know, we're just going to increase this. And where are, are our resources, and why aren't they being used more appropriately to look after these these, these students? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. that's mad minute. Good. You know, what comes to mind good. straight away there for me um, is our system so this is not this is not something where we're saying teachers aren't doing a good job we're saying 
systemically, uh, there's problems with the way we educate. So as a year 12 student, yep. let's just use them right now, having to go across the board with five different subjects yep. and be an expert in all of them to do well. So there is, there's absolutely no way like that teachers um, can do everything in the class and that kid can go home and not study uh, and do well. That, that just won't, that might happen to you, you know, yep. you point two percent where a kid sits in class, gets it gone, doesn't worry about it. Yep. Nearly every one of those kids, and not nearly, all of them have to go home, re-go over that information because yep. of the time Absolutely. and the, the, the uh, depth that they're expected to go in. Yep. Um, and, and for a number, if it was just one and they spent their time going into depth about that, it'd be a different story. Yep. Yeah. Um, but it's not, yeah, um, that's, that's an amazing stat. Yeah, um, it's blown my mind. Yeah. Maybe White Cell needs to go into some tutoring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're in the, we're the wrong. No, we'll look after no. you guys. Don't worry. We're not going. We're, we're not going. Figure it language uh, yeah. All right. Hey guys, uh, we, we we are pushing on towards the end, but I, I wanna I wanna talk to you about what is good practice. So this year I did some figures. So by the end of this year we'll have done over a thousand lesson observations between us just this year. You know? really? Yeah. So uh, wow. yep. yeah. So 130 teachers that we work with, and we see them eight times in the classroom yep. a year. Yep. So that's going to push us over the thousand mark in just in a year. And yeah. that blew my mind. I was like, holy, cool. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> amazing. Um, what do you look for when you go in? What 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 uh, what are you looking for as effective practice? And I, this is not about a feedback because that's yep. different, right? But yes. when you go in, what are you looking for? I think um, people who are listening may want to know. You know. What is it when I go into a classroom, or even even teachers who are in their first year and go and visit another teacher? How do they know what it looks like and what's good? So, who wants to kick this one off? And we won't go into as much detail as we as we could. So maybe a couple of points on uh, both. Oh, for me, it's what are they producing? So that's the biggest thing for me. Like, how do you know they're learning? Show yeah. me some artifact. Make yeah. them yeah. produce something. Please, 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 please. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Great. And then I'm looking for engagement too. Like, yeah. you know, how are you teaching um, with, you know, the kid in mind to make them engaged and excited? And yeah, just yeah. those. But you want to see something. You oh, want to see produce what's something yeah, else. what's yeah. yeah. Okay. Great. A few things maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah look, then that's along the same lines for me. It, and it links back to the conversation we just had about what's actually happening in our classrooms. You know, what's your objective for that lesson? What's your success criteria? That's what I want to see. Yeah. What's your success criteria? Because if we're talking about the, the academic outcomes of the lesson, I want it to be measured against that. So then it's how do you, you know, what did they learn and how do you know? How do you know? So if that's a success criteria, 60 or 70 minutes later, let's have a look at how they went. Yeah. That, that, that's a big one for me that I ask a lot of my teachers. If it's more generic though, and especially at the start of the year, it's, I guess it's a judgment call on my behalf on you know, what's going to have the greatest impact yeah. at that stage, whether it is the routines, procedures, or yeah, whatever yeah. it might be. But True. certainly once they've set goals, we know what they're, they're in that teaching mode and I see a success criteria, well, that's what I want to see. Yeah. yeah. Mm, sure. Lauren, primary? Um, I kind of look for, um, is the le- like as a third person coming in, is the learning intent very clear? So can I walk in and know straight away just by the first five minutes, do I know what the kids are learning? Do I know what they have to produce? And do I know how to be successful? And if I can't pick that up as an adult, I'm pretty sure a five, six, seven-year-old is not going to be clear yeah, either. Yes. And then yeah, I kind of look stuff. for the balance between, well, is there not much engagement now because is that that it wasn't clear with the learning objective or is it not a very engaging type of lesson? Or So I'm just kind of looking for balance of things and just making sure that it's very easy for someone to walk in, like a principal or a deputy, whoever, parent, and know mm-hmm. what are they learning, what are they doing, 
you know, how, how they're going to be successful. Yep. So, yeah. yeah. Um, when I go in, I, I'm looking at two components, and it comes back to uh, Mazzano's framework. Not that we use that framework, you know, whether you're using art and science or teaching, dimensional learning, whatever, but yep. there is no doubt in my mind, and you can call it what you want, that there's an art to teaching and there's a science to teaching. Yes. Um, and I think that <clears throat> very often we can see them in isolation. So uh, I can yeah. go to a classroom and see this teacher who's just got the gift of the gab, and he's saying, oh, I had the Tigers go on the weekend, yeah, that was a great game, and the kid's like, yeah, 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 they're great, Miss Cruiser, you know, and, and you're getting him lined up, and as he goes in, you're slipping him an apple because you know he hasn't eaten, and then you've told John, Johnny, Johnny, get inside, you know, you've got, you've got all this periphery vision, you've got your relationships and the with itness and and you go in and you've said five jokes and the kids are laughing and then you've got a game happening, we've just played this Um, and and all of those things on the surface can look like what an outstanding teacher, Mm, all right? And then the science comes in, if I said, why did you do that? I have, who has? And you go, because it's fun. (laughs) It's fun. And and yes, we want kids to have fun in class. But that second component that I'm looking for, okay, is the science behind it. So why did you choose that strategy today with these kids? or similar to you, so why why is your success criteria that? Is that what success looks like for this? And so, mm-hmm. um, and and that's why I think that it is such a complex profession because yes. some of that art stuff, you know, like you're never going to teach me to be funny, so <laughs> you never, you know, to have the that that sort of stuff. No. Um, and and you see teachers who have the best science brains around what the teaching is, yes. and they've got to work on that art stuff. They can get better at it. Yeah, um, they, they 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 can definitely get better at it. But there's those two two sides to it and so I'm looking for both you know yeah. um, and so I want to finish on this is it art or science if you'd only pick one Ooh. what are you going for because and, and off the bat we are saying they're equally oh. important but for debate's sake what do you what do you want do you want to be I'm going to go first yeah so I think they're both equally I'm look, they're both equally important yes but if I had to choose one I would go art because without relationships without rapport you can do nothing yeah so you can have everything else under the sun and get all these, you know, have all these routines. But if they don't like you, then they're not going to do anything for you. Yeah. In the secondary space, for yeah. sure. Okay. Ditto. 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 Kind of like, yeah. I spent a lot of my career in those lower socioeconomic schools. And mm. if you cannot relate to these kids, you are not going to get any science into their brains. Like science yeah. teaching, I mean, not specifically science. <laughs> yeah. um, you just have to relate to them and treat, speak with them how they you know, can yeah. comprehend. Like, yeah. So funny because she does no brainer, which is all <laughs> around the science of teaching. Uh, what are you going, buddy? You going oh, like it's, it's tough to go one without the other, isn't yeah, it? Is. Uh, yeah, it is. You know, and I, I guess we're Choose. sort of, it, I guess it's the, you know, you're looking at that sequence too, is how, how you actually commence learning. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and and I, I know, you know, when I did some work into, in research into boys' education, that was one of the big things was just engage them at yeah. the front of the classroom door doesn't even matter if you're arguing with them. If they're, yeah. they're engaged, you've got them as they come yeah. inside. Yeah. You know, make a statement, whatever. But it, again, it always comes back to that, that engagement at that yeah. commencement. And, and it's good for your ego too. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Do you know what? Like, I, I go exactly to where you are. So once I'm in the classroom, mm. I want science. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I think. Yeah. But, well, maybe you but when you, oh, of course, between. but like we're only on choice, haven't we? I, I stuffed it up. But what I would go <laughs> for is, choose one, boys. is because <laughs> art, yeah. we see, and I'll give you, I'll give you something. So the, um, <laughs> classroom essential skills, right, for behaviour yes. management. Yep. Oh, yes. We're just losing some light in here. Well, we're, um, we're back. The, like that is science. So those things are what you need yes. to do to get. But if you don't, if you yes. don't have that personality and yeah. to know yes. and that, yeah, it's yep. 
that's not gonna work. You know, yeah. you can do them. You can do your selective attending, and yeah, you yes. know, you can you yeah. can you can get right close proximity, and then just yep. oh, mm. this guy and? needs to get away. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, guys, let's finish how we always do. Um, let's throw out an appreciation post. No names. Uh, and okay. Definitely no schools. Yeah. Um, those of you who are listening know about that. You know why. Uh, I'll, I'll kick it off. Um, I have a teacher who um, has been trying to work on differentiation. Um, and and today uh, she took a first step towards it. So she had um, some questions at the start. She had a evidence gathering through clickers to give her data as to whether the kids got them right or wrong. And she split a class up in two for the first time. And she'll get more levels on it. But today it was two levels. And the kids who got the right answers were working through their math problems at the back. Micro teaching at the front with the other kids with some flip book and then she flipped it So she tried to then teach extension. the other stuff at the back yeah, and the oh. extension and so uh, She had some happy kids in her classroom yeah. who got got challenged and it was great. I was really happy for her. Awesome. Yeah That's pretty good. Yeah. Who you got Stace? I've got two. I've got um, one person who one of the toughest kids in his class organised uh, like three cheers for Mr. Blah Blah for Happy World Teachers Day. Yeah, that's great. Oh, so he yeah. texted me that. And then I've got another um, girl who, <laughs> who she's just started with um, us and um, she is just the most easy person to coach. Uh-huh. I tell you, like you tell her something once and then she's like texting me, oh, I tried the balloon thing. Oh, I just tried classroom screen. Oh my gosh, I love this. Yeah. Like I'm just like, oh. I'm just going to sit back and let you do this. Yeah, great. <laughs> I'll just say it That's once awesome. and you do it. Yeah. Yeah. Mine is exactly the same as yours. Um, another a girl that I coach, she just, every time I send her the notes, within five minutes she's written back. She's like, I'm trying that tomorrow. And <laughs> yeah. then I get the text, tried it. This part worked. They're going to be our best teachers. So yeah. reflective. Yeah. This is just amazing. Yeah. 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 Okay, I've got five. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you guys always cut me off in mad minute. <laughs> Right. No, it's so hard. Yeah. It's so hard. I know. Kudos to all my teachers who have tried new things and, and had some yeah. great success with putting yeah. some creativity, some tactile learning, some rotations into their classroom. Yes. Some of the feedback from their kids has been absolutely amazing. Uh, the, the teacher that I'll really do a shout out for though is one that I did a lesson observation for only last week. It wasn't the greatest lesson and the observation notes and the feedback, you know, had to be challenging yeah. in order yeah. for, to, for growth to occur. And before we even had our meeting today, or we had our meeting today, she said, um, "So I've put this in place, and I've tried this, and and I've Amazing. you know, and I've already, and it again, it's not a magic wand. Everything hasn't completely flipped around, but she recognised it. She reflected on it. Hmm. You know, some people can just put the barrier up and say, I'm not doing that. You know, yeah. I, what I'm doing yeah. is all right. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm trying this. I'm trying this. I'm going to keep doing that. This worked well. I need to do more. Amazing. First year yeah. teacher taking feedback on board, improving practice. What, yeah. what else do you yeah. want? Mm. What a great teacher. That's all you can mm. ask. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Mm. All right. Any Halloween gigs around your place tomorrow Zero. night? Zero. No? Not yeah. a Halloween person? No, it's Australia. Yeah. Hello Crescent. I'm going to give a shout out to Hello Crescent. They go crazy. Okay. My mum makes crazy, like okay. she made a wooden witch and yeah. she makes like a pumpkin thing for kids to put their head in to pose. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> we used to live in America, so that's why, Troy. Okay. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Okay, that's all right. All right, guys, stay tuned. Uh, we were a bit later on this one, just getting to the yeah. terminal. Normally we go to first, um, first, uh, Friday, I think, in the month. Yeah. Uh, we're not doing one next next week, so don't worry about that. But we will put another one out uh, soon, about a month's time. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening, and uh, don't forget to subscribe to the channel if you like what you're hearing. Awesome. Bye. Happy Teacher's Day. Yes. Yay. Thanks for joining us on Exit Slip. Like our Facebook page to hear when we'll be dropping the next one on our channel. 
If you have something real from the classroom you want to discuss, be sure to let us know via our Facebook page or our website.